like I'm experiencing this full range. And if you try to, you know, get really specific right now, you're not leaving room for the fact that there's this whole range that I might also want to experience and I'm not crystallized in this moment. So you need to understand that there is this range and, and that I could be, I know I'm experiencing this in this moment right now, but this is going to change. This is, this is going to pass away to something else. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, and so if I was to get too specific or try to crystallize something, then I would literally be misrepresenting the truth in that moment. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And also, it's just sort of pigeonholing yourself. Like, I don't want I don't want a person to see, like, just pick one quality and be like, Alexandra is this because I'm not just that. It's, it's You're the like, universe. This, I am everything. <laughs> <laughs> The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self-pressed for the five-link, four, five, eight, tri-fix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed sexual, nine with one, nine, seven, four, tri-fix. What up? It's Emika. I'm an eight wing seven, sexual self pres with eight five four fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self pres social three wing four with a three six nine trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe us on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. Welcome to the Big Hormone Enneagram. We've been doing a series of podcasts on Type 9. It's called Making Nines Great Again. And uh, we did a part one, we did a part two, and this is part three. In this episode, we're looking more at the nine's connection to everything. More of that philosopher of the universe shit. We take another look at nine versus four, and we wrap up with how we tricked our nines into doing this podcast. (laughs) Let's segue that into um, a question that some people have brought up um, this I hear this often as a reason why people don't relate to nine, the core fear of loss and separation. And I feel like what you guys are talking about, like feeling how someone is going to react to something first. Is that what that is or is that something else? And uh, what is your experience of the fear of loss and separation? And is that wrong? You yeah, know, that can be wrong, too. Like yeah. a lot of times people don't question some of the right. Graham canon out there. And so there's often better ways of of getting at what the core fear is or whatever it might be. Mm, So this is something I'm still sort of digging into, but what I have like so far is me being an attachment type. Like if I'm going to, since this is like our, our, our phrase now, um, if I'm going to be open about my emotional location, that is, that is almost me fully giving permission to, to become attached to this person. Um, and I'll say it in relationships. It can be in like other settings too, but it's the easiest one for me to talk about. So my fear of separation is almost um, like having that pulled away suddenly. And I'm sure, uh, Tara, I'm sure you'll add to this, but we were talking a little bit earlier in that um, I have always left relationships first. And I've always been the one to sort of quietly decide that I was going to leave a friendship and you're just like, like kind of just gently put some distance there. Um, and I think it's a protective measure so that, that, that won't be pulled away from me suddenly. I don't know how to hmm. develop that further right now, but that's kind of how I experience 
um, fear of separation because it, it takes a while for me to, like if it's taken away suddenly, that is a shock. I don't know how to quite differentiate it with the fear of abandonment, which it kind of sounds like, um, because I don't necessarily fear being abandoned. I fear having to sudden, like it's like a shock to my system almost, like suddenly having to, to be in this brand new energy, to be away from this, this energy that I have, that I've like taken in as my own now. Loss and separation is, um, I don't understand that as an experience with people per se. But to me, it's some of the stuff that has come up even tonight, such as like John talking about the experience of the body being this, you know, disgusting meat sack thing or whatever. That's kind of a sort of disunity and a um, a separation. You know, he was going deeply into his own separation from his own self in a certain way. Right. And and that made us go, oh, you know. That's right there, an example of, I guess, fear of separation at a very abstract level, if that makes sense. And so, and also if you're identified with um, everything, sort of like that philosopher of the universe thing that you're seeing everything, then the worst thing would be, you know, a disconnection, a separation from that everything. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of abstract, but. And if you've ever taken a Satipatthana course, you know, um, then oh, part of a Satipatthana. Can you say that again? Say that again, please. Satipatthana. What is that? Um, so I took a Satipatthana. <laughs> Crazy nine Buddhist thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you you have to you have to in fact this particular course you have to take have taken at least three ten day vipassanas before you can even do this eight day course. And part of the reason for that is that you are confronting everything that we're just discussing, which is that the body is also this crawling mass of puffs and liquids and it's going to die and there's all the bacteria and it's just, you know, this whole experience of the fact that we're living, but we're also dying. Our organism is dying and it's kind of disgusting. And so there's a whole, I think part of, part of the the nine too is that there's a um there's a whole attempt to be equanimous with that like so part of the somatic experience and when you're doing vipassana and you're getting in touch with the sensations of what that actual experience is it doesn't feel like this disgusting process in the end it's just part of the somatic experience of the body there's not a disunity from it there's not like um it's not separate so it ceases to be this thing that's disgusting that I have a judgment against and that I want to push away. It's just part of the truth. We're, mm-hmm. we're living, breathing, and dying. We're, we're arising, abiding, and passing away. It's just an extension. Philosopher of, of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess right. we so, you, so you took a course that showed that you really are connected to everything. <laughs> to everything. Right. Yeah, Fears including the disgusting... Including, including like the everything that it's the everything, even all the ugly, disgusting bugs of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your warm heart takes them all in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, that, 
I don't know why that was so funny. Let's not go into that. Warm (laughs) heart. Oh, God. We need some boundaries. (laughs) No, you're afraid of those, remember? You're afraid of those boundaries. No, the boundaries are included in the all. (laughs) They're not a problem. But it's the boundaries boundaries and the no boundaries. (laughs) Warm heart. How did I, why did I, why do I speak? Why do I speak? Yeah, no more. (laughs) They're so rude. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's happening on a, you know, subconscious abstract level that it's already built into the nine that, that we're, you're part of everything. And I guess most nines aren't really seeing how their perspective is carrying that all the time. So maybe it's on a level that most people wouldn't really recognize by reading it on a page, like fear of loss and separation is too big of an idea to really unpack. I mean, one thing you could say about nines, another way it manifests is people generally, just very generally like nines, or there's going to be a, a decent chunk of the population, whereas like John, like there's only going to be a small... Right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, small, small elite. <laughs> small, small elite. elite tasteful. <laughs> yes. Deep. Very um, deep. <laughs> no, but like a lot of people don't like me. Totally. Right. So, and my and my point is that nines are at some level doing something that's um, getting them non-loss, non-separation in a generalized way with people. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right? Yeah. like, I kind of am free to not be around people because I know that people do like me. This is a big part of my day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The arrogance. The arrogance. <laughs> there it is. I don't yeah, have to do shit. You guys are coming this way anyway. You're coming yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. No, that's one of the, the horrible things about nines is they're very likable. You know? yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say something about um, a little bit more about that connected or the fear of separation is um so we haven't gotten as much into um the double attachment or whatever but um i think part of where nines get that mothering and fathering element is from this sort of like universe connection so i think without that we would just kind of be floating in space not knowing anything that's been a um a thought that has crossed my mind like i don't know throughout my life every now and then just this this sort of fear of like, oh God, I don't know anything. I'm just going to float around for infinity. You know, like that movie, what is that movie with um, Sandra Bullock in space? Oh, Gravity. Is it is that Gravity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. So that sounds terrifying. Terrifying where she's floating in nowhere. Nowhere. Because like, I don't know, I feel like really, really in trans nines, like nines that like don't know their nines and don't recognize anything that they need to be working on. I feel like are very close to just floating around in space anyway. So there is, there's a fear of like floating too far, like that balloon that the kid lets go and then it's just gone forever. Can you flesh that out a little bit? Cause I'm having a hard time. Like, how is it connected to like, like, like the father, mother, uh, protective nurturing function as attachment type. It's like, that's what keeps you bound to something. Yeah. Like in my experience, it's always been with some sort of, um, some sort of like spiritualism or philosophy or something like that like some sort of you know that that philosopher of the universe thing that we were talking about like I know things and as long as I can and this is speaking from like you know not a very healthy place as long as I can stay zoomed out but watching zoomed out but connected 
um, I'm not going to just go out too far. So it's, I don't know, it almost feels like, like testing the limit a little bit. Like if I, I need to stay zoomed out so that I can see everything and understand everything and be nurtured and be led in this really abstract way, but too much, too much distance out that way will, will keep me from getting that. Like you need to be tethered to some of your significant relationships so that you don't dissolve mm-hmm. by zooming out so much. Mm-hmm. Or even just the mindset. And then the opposite would be too bound, mm. too specific. Um, yeah, it can be too specific. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, that kind of speaks to what I was speaking earlier, that getting too specific, getting too, too in, like, in the world, I guess, and in my body and in my everything kind of keeps me from seeing, like, a bigger picture or something. When people try to get too specific with me, I literally experience that sometimes as like this very tedious um, sense where people are stealing my freedom or like stealing my, um, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the specificity is not welcome for me as, that's, as a mind. That's what I wanted to get to Slippery um, fish. with my previous comment. It was not necessarily. Slippery fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Like it's not necessarily about interest or, but it's more about specificity where it's like nines automatically want to universalize whatever, anything that's specific, or it's like, I, let's say, Mm -hmm. you know, like a four or five or whatever specific personality is trying to dig into a corner A nine would say, well, let's pull it back and let's look at the big picture. Is that a, an autonomy thing? What is that resistance? What's going on there? I I think for I mean, when it comes to relationships, that could be um, like I'm experiencing this full range. And if you try to, you know, get really specific right now, you're not leaving room for the fact that there's this whole range that I might also want to experience and I'm not crystallized in this moment. So you need to understand that there is this range and and that I could be I know I'm experiencing this in this moment right now but this is going to change this is this is going to pass away to something else yeah yeah totally totally and and so if I was to get too specific or try to crystallize something then I would literally be misrepresenting the truth in that moment oh god mm-hmm. wow <laughs> oh man and also it's just sort of pigeonholing yourself. Like I don't want I don't want a person to see like just pick one quality and be like Alexandra is this because I'm not just that. It's it's You're the like universe. This, I am everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's ever changing. We we mentioned um something in the chat. It's like 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 trying to get specific or trying to to fully wrap your head around a nine I feel like is a lot like holding a fistful of sand. It's just not going to happen it's going to change it's going to like leak out it's gonna it's not it's impossible <laughs> that's that's like completely wow. exactly the opposite of what i was speaking to about that like platonic yeah. ideal of the image type right it's like this this frozen above like it, you know like re- removed from the ups and downs of moment to moment life where sometimes i'm just like scrolling on the computer and doing nothing it's like i still want you to have in view that that like source of depth and you know it's like, I'm, I'm so specific. I'm so specific. And like, it almost feels like doing my taxes dilutes that specificity. <laughs> you know, it's like doing normal stuff like takes away from the specificity and almost dilutes, like it almost rubs away some of the, um, the, what I am it almost, it's like, if I'm doing too much of what I'm not, then it starts to detract from what I am. And I have to keep going back to what I am. Mm. 
Jesus, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the oppositeness between four and five space versus nine. I mean, it's literally there on the symbol. It needs can't be emphasized enough. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty major for me because uh, as an eight, I I have like I have an overview kind of perspective as well. Where I can see mm -hmm. things from very large external, but it's also like let's figure out where things are. And my perspective is that um, you can get a handle on somebody over a period of time and you can put them in a certain location. Like, this is what this is, because we've seen this do the same thing for years and years. And so if you repeat the same patterns, then that's, that's what you are. But my experience with nines is that there is a resistance of even if what you're saying is happening or you're pointing out about them is accurate and it is true, the resistance is that well, what you're noticing right now isn't necessarily the full picture because I am so many other things. Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost, it feels like a reflexive kind of um, thing where even if what is noticed is true, we can't say that that's what it is because there has to be so many other aspects of it. That would, um, pin, that would pin the nine to a specific location. With no, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind being pinned down to a specific location so long as we leave room for the fact that yes, this is what's what I'm experiencing right now, and then there's all this other stuff happening alongside of it. So the location, right? because, in other words, has a lot of width, location-wise. <laughs> <laughs> but you you can't like for a nine, you can't just say so. This is the truth of what's happening for you. It's like well. There is this, I can tell you right now that I'm expanding or I'm contracting or I'm feeling closer to you or I'm not. <laughs> there's, there's all these, these uh, there's this that's happening right here in this moment. I'm experiencing this, but there's more to it. There's always more and there's different layers. And so I don't mind getting specific. Just leave room for the fact that I'm going to keep uncovering more layers about the same thing. Yet four nines seem to do with the same thing of like, you can't capture me, but in completely opposite directions. You know, like... The, the four it's like i'm so specific and and so like in the depth thing that like the, the point that you can never reach and then nine it seems like you can't reach me because i'm i'm all everything so is it almost for four like needing a very 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 specific key like if you don't have this one exact you know super complicated key then you're you don't get it you mean for so another person to get the key yeah 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 it's like 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 the other person has to really get the specific flavor, however that shows up, you know? So like mm. there, like there is a thing about, do you actually like see me or are you just projecting onto me? And I'm not making it easy for you, you know? Like the four, it's almost like they know what their experience is. They're very specific about what it is. And, and for the nine, they're leaving the mystery of it's not all there yet. Like it's this right. and it's more. Right. <laughs> How it's far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? It's also an extension of being a gut type that, you know, like heart and head, there's, a, there's you know, articulation and specificity of words come up around, you know, heart stuff or emotional center stuff and head center stuff. And head center is words, right? But gut is, you know, you're in sort of, elemental territory right it's a it's totally a non-verbal space and nines are somewhat protective of that non-verbal quality of their experience like you're just wanting to experience have an experience flush through your body to some degree and not mm -hmm. want to have to name it per se yes not always but generally you're just wanting to ride a wave of 
a sensation of, a, of an experience and a feeling and, and so on. Well, I'll give you an example because, so here we're talking about sensation and somebody tries to get an emotional location of where you're at. As soon as you name where you're at, that sensation in your body completely shifts and you're in the yes. next with that person. Yeah. And that's yeah. another level of intimacy. So as soon as, as soon as I voice it, as soon as I represent it, I'm in a different moment. And yes. Ride that wave by all means. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. And that goes into the somatic experience of the nine. So uh, when you're in love, like, is it different? It's exquisite. But it, but, <laughs> but, it, but it, but it's trying, a sexual nine. And trying to give up the location or not, or, you know, be specific or not like and you know love at least in my experience is very very specific you know it's like this is what i like and what i want to share and what i'm you know what's turning me on and blah 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 like it's those specifics and so how does that work for a nine um it doesn't it doesn't need to get specific for me in love or in a relationship in fact, like when there is, I mean, it can, there definitely is more room and more space for, for, for some of that specificity to pop up, but I always need to be given the room for it to, to like wane again, you know? Um, and in fact, like in relationships that demand specificity or in relationships that, that require like awareness of where I'm at all the time, I, I withdraw hard. I withdraw very quickly. So I need, I personally, I need relationships that give me the room to just sort of transform as I choose. I don't know, something like that. Mm. Like I'm in, I'm in relationship with a seven. So he doesn't really need anything specific for me and him also being, um, appreciating variety. It is, it is different, but there, there, there's a similar energy there. And so basically I don't think I could be with before. Sorry, John. (laughs) what <laughs> that was a nine era- a nine erasing everything she just said <laughs> that just deeply hurt me i'm sorry please don't make me deal with it <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> so in love with the just kind of to piggyback off of what you said because i do like I mean, it makes me realize how much i do appreciate specificity and that may have come about as I've matured, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I think it's probably been a journey. Keeping things like vague and sort of um, at the surface is actually been like, that, that's so not part of my, um, really has ever been part of my profile, my, my psychic profile. It seems like depending on the nine that they, they there's uh, degrees to which certain nines appreciate specificity versus others. Is that, is that, there's a, there's a fine line between that being seen thing. You want to be seen and you don't want to be seen in, in some ways. And the more that I develop the capacity to say to someone, to say to a partner, like, um, can we revisit this? But in, in, you know, when I'm being genuine about it. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> Instead um, of when you're lying. And f- <laughs> <laughs> not when I'm in a diplomatic situation, which when I'm talking about specifically with a with a lover. Yeah, not like in a work situation or something like that. But with with the uh oh gosh, I lost my train of thought there. About specificity. Try to jog your memory. <laughs> yeah, but we were but can you well you're gonna have to edit this. 
Can you? Um, I will not edit this. Yeah, keep this in for a nine moment. That. That's a nine moment. This is I the best moment. I just got really of the- shy. I just got really shy, and now I can't. No. <laughs> <Leave her alone. laughs> I, just, I just wilted like a little flower. I was already on territory that was that was really. We're all connected. We're all connected. We're all connected and we're all here with you. You're asking me to get specific and I just, I just lost it. Oh yeah, here we are. We're back. So if I can, (laughs) (laughs) if I can, if I can, the the more I get better at being able to tell someone like, okay, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm at, I'm at my uh, capacity with this conversation or with, with how specifically Ben can we come back to it? And the more I get good at those types of boundaries, the more I appreciate specificity. And I will move away from that conversation and get more clear about it. And the more permission I have from that person or the more allowing that I experience from them for me to to be able to pull away and get more clear and come back to them, the more I'm really happy for specifics. But it's the person that kind of like, you know, tries to put their finger on me too much and, and pin me down and doesn't want to let up. Um, mm. that, that can, you know, I can even get like rather really aggressive towards that. Someone who can give you space to say, you know, like maybe you don't have to answer that if, if you, until you're ready or like, or like, I'm going to answer it to this degree right now, because this is as clear as I am about this right now. And I just need to get a bit more clear because there's more, there's more layers to this. And it really is important to me to be congruent and sincere and honest with what I'm saying. And the full okay. truth of it maybe isn't clear to me right now, but I can give you this much and I can, you know, continue to explore this and I need to come back to it. Okay. That gives me some clarity because it's more like nines aren't really seeing a clear picture. And if they're being pushed to see a clear picture, then they're going to get violently angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're trying and, to pin me down and I don't like it. it. Yeah. It's like there's a spotlight suddenly and the spotlight's very location specific. And so it's like, ah, uh, I can't do this singular location. So uh, one thing I wanted to bring up or ask about, because uh, we're recording this on March 14th and uh, you know, it's sort of the tipping point where coronavirus is starting to freak people out and uh that rona melt yeah rona is melting people (laughs) heavy is the corona and so (laughs) nines have that line of six and so uh you know some y'all were expressing fear anxiety and wanted to hear a little bit about it alexandra's groaning because she doesn't even want to talk about it this is your support hour let us know what you feel. We're with you. No, I have never felt fear or anxiety ever in my life. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, no, I was I was freaking the fuck out yesterday. Like, what yeah, does that look just, like? Okay, so so what it feels like is me just kind of um, sort of it all hitting me at once. So obviously, like I I receive those sort of like warning signals in real time, but it's like it's almost like I put them away in a drawer. <laughs> almost just like, hmm, that's a little scary. I'm just going to put that and in here. And controlling then suddenly, the time even with yourself. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. And then realizing that drawer is full and being like, oh, my God, there's so much I haven't, like, considered. And it just, it's, it's for me, it's very physical. Like, I've had, I've just felt very on for the past few days. But for me, also, 
for me also being a nine, I'm still covered by like nine. That's like kind of how I experienced while I'm disintegrating to six, I still feel sort of covered by nine. So I'm just like wide eyed and mute basically. So it's almost easier for me to experience or to explain the experience with like how Sebastian's been experiencing me because he can tell that I've been nervous. But when he asks me a question, it's almost like I word vomit all at once. Like, this is happening and this is that, and it's going to spread and everything's going to happen. And you know, we don't have anything prepared. And, and it's like, suddenly I'm very like, like sharp. At least that's been my experience. Also having a six fix, I feel like a super six when that happens. So I become very sharp and it overwhelms him pretty quickly and he backs off. And then as soon as, as soon as no one's in front of me, I'm like back to being quiet, but almost like obsessive with taking in this information because I'm, I get convinced in that moment that the more that I learn, the more that I'll be just at ease. Nines are when they go to six, they're more six, six ish than sixes are. Really? It's because sixes are expecting sixness and nines aren't expecting sixness, right? right. You're kind of, I mean, there is a, a sort of naive childlike thing with nines where you're halfway expectant of some positive something that's somewhere down the road, right? That's finally I'm going to get to rest. <laughs> there's going to be, there's going to be, you know, this nice cloud that I can just like a hammock that I can nestle into. Right. And you're sort of not preparing for, you know, immediate impact. Uh, alarms are going off and red lights and blink, 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 you know, like I feel it like a tightness in my chest almost. And I'm like, okay, I have yeah. to sit very still and just wait for this to be over because I feel like I'm going to die. That's and the not other from piece the of coronavirus, it. but just from like, just from, <laughs> just from anxiety. fear. Yeah. That, that's just the other like, piece of it is that it's the, the fear is flushed through the body. So you're actually mm -hmm. in it, right. In a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I don't start to, um, like right now I, I feel, you know, I told you guys I was feeling anxious about all of this, but for me, where my breakdown with, with, uh, as a nine begins is, is honestly, it's where it's when I start to feel like, how might I compromise myself and what's important to me? And as soon as any thought goes there, like this crisis is, is going to cause me to compromise something or it's, or, 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 or maybe. And it's that speculation of, will I compromise something that's important? And what will that mean about me? Um, and that's, that's whenever uh, things can really unravel for me. And what I notice about crisis in general is that it's honestly where I operate at the best, but that is contingent on other people, actually. And I, I didn't discover this until we had the two natural disasters in, in California. And the first natural disaster that I went through, my father was dying of cancer at the same time. And I just sailed through that crisis because I had to be strong for my dad. It just, there was no question that I knew exactly what was important. And, and, and that was my father, my father, uh, not being afraid and being there for him. And, uh, and so I, I just, made it through this crisis in, in a, in such a graceful way. And then the second disaster hit 18 months later, and I was just out on the edge of Big Sur in a treehouse, And there was nobody for me to take care of except for myself. And granted it was the second disaster, but the, when there wasn't an anchor for me, then that's whenever I began to unravel a bit more. 
that it's it's helpful for me if I'm taking care of other people or there's other people in the picture. But when it's just me by myself, I'll tend to isolate and kind of contract around some of the fear and the anxiety. And that's when that paralysis can come in. What about you, David? Yeah, as a self-prez. Oh, Corona? Or just crisis like, in general. Yeah, the crisis around it, like the financial crisis is probably going to happen or any of that kind of stuff. Mm, I'm probably still in denial, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I think I said in one of the chats that I bought it kind of casually, bought a few things on Amazon, some cans of fish <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, I, I'm mostly worried about job money stuff. The, the job I happen to be doing is already was working from home for the last couple of years and i think it's pretty safe that would be the thing the the income thing that would be then i'd totally turn into the sixiest six of ever sixes i would completely have a meltdown if the if there's no longer money coming in that's that's where i uh go crazy so all i've i've just been focusing on me and can i eat you know i i just that's always a central theme for self-pres nine as long as there are still bananas and peanut butter being made i'll be bananas and peanut butter. i'm stocking up on the bananas and peanut butter and yeah so yeah is the food truck that goes to my mouth every day is is it gonna pull up still and as, as long as there's someone that i have to pretend it's all okay to i'll be fine um yeah actually i i do relate to that so like i said I partnered with a seven and he in very appropriate seven fashion has been um, being way too optimistic about this. And while I'm here <laughs> living as just a straight up six, it's been annoying the shit out of me. <laughs> it's been like, like get, come on, like get on board. So it's, it's interesting because when he is, you know, being the optimist it, it leaves room for me to be nervous and for me to be you know sort of like stricken with fear and this like we got to prepare we got to get all our shit together so that you know we'll be fine anyway it hit him today and my mood has shifted whereas now he's worried and I'm sure part of it is also that I like I am prepared now so I don't feel quite as nervous but yeah, you need to bring balance to the to force that. there you yeah. go balance nine as the balancer yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a nine, don't ever believe me when I say everything is fine. I no, am lying we, through my teeth. We know that's true. We know I that. I will always say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, every nine is ter- every thoroughly nine. lying when they say that. Oh, every nine. I've got this. Every I've nine, this. every time. Every nine, every time. They say it's it. never yeah. fine. It's a lie. <laughs> but by the way, when I say that I'm not okay, I am okay. But I'm not okay. I'm just, I'm lying, but I've got this. I, re- I really mean it. I really do have it. I have it probably better than I feel like most of the people, like, I have it, but I'm not okay. But I always have it. Cool, that clears yeah. everything up. Yeah, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I do, I understand. Like, like you're, um, oh, I just, I just lost my train of like like in i don't feel that sense of calm but i i trust in my abilities or something like that like i am going to move through this fine yeah yeah and if anybody is around me is not fine they'll be fine (laughs) and i'll be fine but i'm not okay necessarily but i would never tell you that because that might make you unfine right it's part of how the gut autonomy shows up in nine is I can handle anything ultimately. 
Absolutely. Uh, I yeah. can handle anything. I, like, I, and it's partly that, that thing of being spread as wide as the ocean, right? Like a nuclear bomb could go off in the ocean and that's just like a splash to the ocean, right? Because you're, right. you're that big of an energy spread that far wide that you can absorb everything, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I like how you said that. Philosopher of the universe. The universe. <laughs> Thank you very much. You need to hear that more often. Nothing can touch me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the economy of the painting. nine. Uh, what's that? The Alex Gray painting. There you go. That's it. Y'all are fucking insane, I tell you. Oh, yeah. It's a special kind of crazy. But I did learn some things today. Did learn some things. Adding some things to the nine playbook. <laughs> Gonna go out and get himself a, a Corona honey. Corona <laughs> Corona honeys dot com. It's like Nika's looking season. for someone to get quarantined with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we need to we need to all thank our our intrepid editor Emika for yeah. editing out lots of pauses and ums and, <laughs> and uh, nine minutes. Wait a minute. And, Wait and, a minute. And hang wait, on. I forgot, I forgot what I was saying. What was I, saying? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I will to get back to this. And also, and also never and also never mind what I just said. I, I didn't say anything. I don't know if I just said anything just there. Um, my favorite. That's my favorite. Is never mind all the stuff I just said. Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes any thing sense. And I don't know if it makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. That's that's my favorite. That was a good one from Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> mm, thank you, thank you. All right. Well, this was a sneaky little trick. I, you guys said we were just gonna like. I didn't realize we were gonna be straight up recording a podcast. Oh, you believe me? <laughs> I did. It worked very well. It oh, worked good. Well. <laughs> I can't believe you were for real. I, I know. They were I, gonna I was being sarcastic. I, I, I can't believe I should have known. Like, why did all these social blinds just want to chat? They grew quick. <laughs> like I said, God. not naive nine. nine, nine. <laughs> Whatever. That shit actually worked. Unbelievable. Wow. I know. Wow. You, you guys okay. totally tricked us. And I just, and as a nine, I didn't say anything, but I felt entirely tricked. From the moment, but in yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you said intro, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and as a nine, you didn't even say anything. You didn't even say what the fuck. Uh, an hour and forty-five minutes later, and now see they're controlling the time. God, Slow rollout on a what the fuck. No. <laughs> We we did provide you the compassion and support that you needed. I think yeah. we accomplished by listening. We we were listening to yeah. your point of view. It was mutual <laughs> and balanced. And we we wanted to let you know that we are connected with you and we are there with you, experiencing yeah. all the Fuck. anxiety <laughs> and and sickness that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Be re- mm-hmm. Come on, Alexandra, get mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. lots of reciprocation. I know. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 and we also recorded part two of making type nines great again. So, you know, two birds with one stone. Well, positive side, it all worked out. We're all fine. And it went well. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. We were we were holding that in for an hour and 45 minutes, Alexandra. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah, embarrassed. And also, 
was fun in any case. Yeah. We enjoyed ourselves despite ourselves. And we went along with it and we had fun anyway. But this is often how the nine feels at the end of it. It's true. <laughs> and that whole time I was mad at you. But I was enjoying it. And you yeah. just and you it just ma- extended yourself there to make uh, John and Emika feel okay about all of yeah, it. Yeah, you just yeah, because we were really upset that we had upset you. <laughs> yeah. And now you just made them feel better about all the trauma that it caused. Man, this this is uh this is living up to the philosopher of the universe tag because it's just become meta nine. Like, it's not just that the podcast was about nine, but like the, the circumstance of the podcast itself has revealed the nine-ishness. <laughs> they went along with that hook, line, and sinker. I was like, wow, that was easy. I just thought you guys oh, knew we were... rude! <laughs> I just thought you knew the, what, what was up. Like That was easy, stuff. Well, mean. They were heart reacting to the comments. I was like, oh. You fucking asshole, Emeka. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Emeka cares so much. Alexandra, I am here for you. <laughs> you are not. You are not. I'm. Well, no, he's an eight, right? <laughs> Whatever. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm for a second, for I was you. like, wow, this is his two. This is so nice. What a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a fucking joke. I'm a saint. Positive I'm outlook. <laughs> we are positive outlook, Alexandra, and this is the, what we have to bear in life. Uh, so <laughs> funny. That's how we would have meant it. Compassion oh, and support. <laughs> I'm here for you. Uh, well, okay. I believe deep down you do. So I'm going to oh, rest, no. rest oh, easy don't, with don't that. positive reframe <laughs> again. <laughs> again. We would have enjoyed talking with y'all anyway. But. Any, anyway, yes. <laughs> but. Absolutely. Well, no, very sneaky. Well, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I think this is an example. We, we didn't really get into this, but this is an example for me, at least, of when nine goes to three. And like, wow, this is what what nine is—the getting behind their own voice. Like this is something that can be played back. I was so terrified I could never listen to the podcast because I was afraid I wouldn't do the second one. But mm. it's it's that level of um, okay, I'm going to say something and I'm going to get behind it, and that thing can be played back. And I am specified in that location because mm. I said that. Yeah, I agree. There it is. You can also tell like the difference in in comfort level between between Tara and I just from from the first one to now. I feel like we were both more willing to like <laughs> let's take this. Yeah. A little yeah. less like an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, your trickery could have been a part in that. So <laughs> <laughs> very smart, very smart. They primed us. They emotionally seduced us before. No. <laughs> they, they, gotcha. They, they fucking, they nimed us. They, this is no they big did. deal to us. <laughs> so sneaky. You guys have no idea how much you've enabled me to <laughs> manipulate and seduce many nines from here, here on forward. Oh, God. <laughs> I understand. You're welcome. <laughs> I understand You're y'all welcome. so much more now. I can tailor. Mm, well, we'll see. If you, can, <laughs> if you think you can tailor, you weren't listening very well. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate power still comes. <laughs> There's the gut type sneakily yeah. trickling in. <laughs> you can't get me. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot. I've I've still got the autonomy. (laughs) Well, I learned a lot. I I really appreciated doing this call. I'm glad I got tricked. Yeah, I learned a lot too. Um, I mean, it's it's been an ever going 
project for me in terms of trying to understand nines because I, for me, I think nines are the most mysterious type. I mean, you've got fours and fives, but like, yeah, no, nines are by far harder to figure out. Yeah. yeah. And, and and just when you think you've got a nine figured out, they're going to let you know, like, you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, I am the ocean. <laughs> so. that, well, like, like with fours, they want you to know really specifically and they have very specific terms and like, this is what it is and this is how it is. Da, da, da. And so it's like, okay, that's what it is. But, mm-hmm. but with a nine, it's like, well, you know, I don't want to limit it to just this, but mm-hmm. you know, and this might. <laughs> in this moment, later. we are that, but then we're also this, and it might be that. No, and like, like I mean, in the in the endless like nine versus four discussions online, where a nine will identify as a four, you know, you'll say something like, "Oh, well, you know, generally speaking, this is what fours are about, or this is what nines are about, or something." And it's like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm that too," but it's you know, and it's it gets in this <laughs> yeah. wishy washy thing, you know, but versus like. You know, like a four, like Joseph, like ew, no, yeah, <laughs> just flat out, just no, yeah. disgusting. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that that one comment in the four group of I think it was like an Instagram post or something like that, and apparently the four, uh, what fours would be doing is like sitting by a window contemplating oh, nature or something like oh, that, or like oh quietly watching the snowfall. That's what it was, and I was oh like, hey, um, this is super nine and her her response to me was oh well do you also sit by do you also contemplate the beauty of nature like which of course i am the beauty of nature (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know four is is contemplating the lack of beauty in nature you know (laughs) everything is horrifying (laughs) rotting decay everything has been deprived of the beauty you know